Welcome to that Confident Asian Girl podcast. I'm Nicole Koch, and I help side hustlers like you stand out in your industry, signing clients by creating your most powerful, bold content with confidence, owning your unique self, and doing all of this even while working a full-time job to ultimately build new streams of income and long-term wealth. Hello, everyone. Okay. I know this is going to sound a little random, but we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite topic, music. Like we all love good music, right? But y'all got to hear me out because I know it sounds so random, but I promise you this is going to be so related to content, to social media, whether or not you are a content creator or a consumer. So for those of you who follow me on my Instagram and you keep up with my stories, I have recently moved to a new area, like a new suburb just outside of Toronto. And because of that, I've been taking the public transportation quite a lot more, the bus especially. And because of that, my AirPods and my music, my playlist, they have now become even more important just because I really enjoy listening to music whilst I am on the bus rides as I'm waiting for the bus. And over this past weekend, I had some major, major insights I knew I had to share with you guys, and I know it's going to hit home for you. And this is especially going to be so helpful for you guys who create content online. You might not feel like you're seen. You don't feel like you're seeing the social media analytics, like the engagement. And all in all, you're just struggling with content, whether it be strategically or it's mindset or just like taking action. This is going to be so helpful for you. So my first realization was, oh my gosh, it is so hard to find good music these days. Like it was just such a struggle. I was constantly going like next, next, just trying to find some good music. And I realized that so many of these new popular top hits that make it to the billboards, like the ones that are trending on TikTok, those are really similar Like you start realizing that the topics are all focused on toxic love, money, drugs. And it's like the artists themselves, they know the keywords. Like they know what will click, what will land with young people. And they know how and when to drop the beats so that they can get you hooked. They know how to play it. So it's really catchy and play these specific tunes. And don't get me wrong, like I have so much respect for the effort that's been put into the creation process, how they're trying to make it so relatable to help people feel like they're connected and they're not alone, all of that, and just help people feel like, oh, I'm hurt. Like I enjoy this kind of music itself, especially during like EDM festivals or when I'm out clubbing or at a karaoke, when all you want to do is just have a good time singing and dancing in the moment. But I realized that over time, these kind of music, it just leaves me feeling even more like drained. I feel tired, negative, and sad if I'm constantly playing this music, this kind of music over and over again, like on a drive or, you know, just anywhere. And subconsciously, it does leave an impact on your perspectives. Like I do believe that there's going to be a more significant impact than you think on your overall aura, your energy. It dampens your energy, your positivity, your mindset, and even your personality, you know? There's honestly 
um, even been a study that showcases how music can affect people's moods and your lifespan. I rem- I don't recall that um, the study. And honestly, one thing I want to do more is be able to reference these studies. But this is just because I've consumed so many like personal development things over the last few years. I just remember them, but I should honestly be able to source them so that you guys can, you know, actually see the the real study and actually study them if you want to. But there was a study that was talking about how music affects lifespan, people's lifespan. Um, and then also, I think there's also a study about how music affects plants growth and classical music. If I remember correctly, that was the kind that was the genre where the plants actually thrived in. And then rock, that kind of music, um, people tend to have like lower lifespans. But also at the same time, like when I think about it, people who listen to it, maybe they are in that negative mindset as well. And so because of that, it propagates this whole cycle. Anyway, all this to say, music can have such a big impact. Anything you do really can have, whatever you consume can subconsciously affect you. But anyway, what I'm trying to say here is like this kind of music, the trendy type of music, it's sort of like being with a friend. And over time, you just realize that you feel drained from them because you realize that they're just complaining nonstop about all these negative things and they're not really changing. Anyone else feel me? But anyway, while I was on my bus ride home from heading home from my hot yoga class, I was playing some music. And then I realized that I keep coming back to a few timeless pieces I've literally been listening to since years ago. And they're just so good. I'm still listening to them. And I'm just like, damn, like this is from my childhood. And it just makes me feel so good and just so warm and fuzzy inside. And I feel like, honestly, I will probably still be enjoying these classic pieces when I'm like 60 years old. And that's the power of good, quality, authentic, well-crafted music. You feel me? And I remember finding this song a while ago. It is called Doubt by Sam Henshaw and Wretch32. And damn, it just leaves me skipping in my step every time I hear it. And anyone I shared this song with, they would just feel so much lighter and they would just enjoy it as much as I did. And guess what? It is not on Billboard charts. Like, I love this song so, so much. It's so nice whenever it pops up. But it's it's not a viral, huge, top hit song. But this song, it features fun tunes, uplifting, chill beats, a real inspiring storyline about doubt, which is something we all experience as young people or just people in general. But especially when you are, it starts when you're young and you're starting to chase your dreams, but you also have to be realistic. Like how amazing and inspiring is that? But guess what? That's probably why it's not viral because the masses, the public, they love sad drama because they're not necessarily in that healthy state of mind, you know, unfortunately. So they really do prefer the music that makes them go back into this whole cycle of just being sad and negative about life. I'm generalizing it, but honestly, it is kind of like that, right? And 
it's so sad because this kind of music, like for example, oh my gosh, you guys need to listen to Doubt, but this kind of music, it's just so refreshing to hear. And I just want more good music, good timeless music. I still enjoy trendy top hits every now and then, but years later, even months later, I just get so sick of the trends and I start cringing so hard. Like, I'm just like, ugh. Like, is anyone still listening to Baby by Justin Bieber? No, right? Whereas the timeless pieces, those are the ones that I can literally come back to after so many years and can truly appreciate it. And guess what? It is so similar to content these days. Like creators, they use certain words and they create certain types of content because they know it will go viral. But just because it goes viral, it doesn't make it good content as you can clearly see with my analogy with music and songs, which I'm pretty sure so many people can relate to on this one with me. I mean, you can create trendy content, I love trendy content too. It's so fun every now and then. But if that's all you are creating, can you please come back to your purpose? Like what is your true purpose with your content, with your music to only get on the billboards, to hit it off with the algorithm? Because I personally just find that so disappointing to think and just realize that there are singers out there who are singing and creating music just to get on the billboards. They're creating music that people, I guess, want to hear, but it's the kind of music that isn't necessarily healthy in a way. And I've always thought of singers as artists who paint and they create with their voices that express themselves and they get to uniquely express themselves. But when I heard that some artists, they actually are just doing this for our fame and attention, that was when I started cringing real hard. I mean, I have real respect for those singers who start off expressing themselves first, their experiences, their styles with their singing, their perspectives, their energy and all of that, their feelings. And sure, some people, they may not resonate with some, some of the songs. They might not resonate with everyone just because everyone feels you know different types of ways but you're gonna feel so proud of the work you've created like the songs you have created even if it doesn't resonate with every single person right at least you will feel so proud of the work you've created how you've shown up and there will be people who appreciate your content and they will find it amazing in quality regardless of whether it lands on the charts or not And that's likewise with content creation. I'm sure you want to create content that you're going to be so damn proud of. Content that is also just so timeless that you're so proud of the way you've expressed yourself authentically instead of creating something just to please the masses, just so that you can get some fame, just so that you can get liked by everyone and, you know, hit it off with the algorithm. I want to create content that is refreshing, not necessarily to please the world, to please the algorithm and what they want, but, you know, also what they need deep down. Like, I truly believe that confidence, instilling that in people, teaching people how to manage their energy capacity, their relationship with themselves, how to build new streams of income, that is truly, truly 
important things that people don't even know they need, right? They think, hey, what I want is just money, fame, um, you know, just to please the ego. But for me, it's like, okay, I want to take it in a different direction. It's time to just let go of cheap marketing tactics and all these numbers from social media that are holding you back from crafting your best content that will leave you feeling so proud you truly enjoy creating and sharing with people unapologetically. How can we also come back to our purest intentions with creating content? Because the earliest YouTubers, the earliest Instagrammers, including ourselves, like when you think about it, when we first accessed these platforms, when we first had access to, to download them, we were not trying to strategize to make money. Like the creators of these platforms didn't even know their platforms could later create billions of dollars of money, an entire whole new economy. Our intentions back then was simply to just have fun, to just post videos and fun pictures, to just share them with our friends and the world and to just connect, you know? No wonder people posted so often back then. Like I would literally just be posting random things so many times throughout the day. But these days people are so perplexed. They are paralyzed with fear. Like they would be paralyzed for months and even years hold themselves back from posting because they are asking themselves, how do I create a successful piece of content? What is the process? I need it broken down, the success blueprint before I can post anything. I need the structure. Like, what is the correct way to do this? It's almost like having a child ask, okay, how do I play with Lego? And they're just watching all these toys, but they need the correct way to play with this, with the toys. And it's like, gosh, that's just taking the fun out of it. The answer is to literally just play with it and have fun, (laughs) right? And similarly, the answer to creating awesome content is to have fun, to create a lot, to improve from previous content. Like you don't need to invest in a strategy course or coaching to teach you a new process. Honestly, when you're enjoying it, you don't even need to strategize because the process is just going to be so fun, so lighthearted. There's no mind drama behind it. There is no heavy resistance, that kind of energy. Like there's no such thing as a bad piece of content. You're going to realize that regardless of the numbers. So with that said, how do you want to feel when you are creating content, when you're approaching this whole content creation process? Is it lighthearted, filled with excitement and inspiration? Excited that, ooh, my ideal people, they're going to laugh so hard at this, or ooh, they're going to get so much value from this. Is that how you want to feel? Or are you trying to think of, oh, how is this going to, you know, get people to watch until the end? How do I get people to to keep, you know, doing all these things? Like, what is your intention when you're creating the content? And how do you want to feel after posting your piece of content? Proud? Because nowadays, after posting a piece of content, I kid you not, I'm literally, I don't, it's not fist pumping, but I'm just like, I don't know how to show you guys this, but I'm literally just like, damn, that felt so good. And I'm just like, ooh, that's literally how I feel now. And I just love that feeling so much. And lastly, what are your intentions with creating content? 
how do you want to serve people? Because when you're serving other people, that's truly the one of the highest. How do I say this? One of the highest um, feelings. I don't know how to say it, but it's one of the best feelings ever. And when you can tap into that, that feeling of gratitude of being able to serve people, it's going to bring even more fulfillment and just so much more meaning to you. There's, there's been a lot of talk that serving, like our ultimate purpose for living, is to serve. Like that's the ultimate enlightenment expression, if you will. So I just want you to consider like how is your content going to serve people? How do you want to serve people? Is it through providing educational value? Is it through your energy just to provide an uplifting spirit to add some humor entertainment for people? What is it? Now, if you struggle with content creation, you are not alone. I've helped clients work through their thoughts, their beliefs, their entire way of being, their lifestyle, and even their habits to rebuild their confidence so that they can ultimately express their radiant selves through their content. And basically, the more you learn to express yourself from your unique wisdom, knowledge, skills, energy, aura, your way of being, your values, the more it will be so easy and effortless to build a business and attract wealth and attract different opportunities online and offline. You will be able to build a sustainable business. You will never burn out. And this will actually help you grow faster in the long term. If this whole episode resonated with you and what I said just now, come and join my Confident Creator Coaching Program. It's a six-month program that focuses on building your confidence so that you can show up radiantly expressing yourself online with strong energy capacity and a balanced holistic lifestyle. You will also monetize your content so that you can build new streams of income online. To apply for coaching, the link is going to be in the show notes. And um, it is also on my website, NicoleCoke.com. And after applying, I'm going to invite you to a free 60-minute discovery call where we will chat about your vision, your challenges, actionable guidance, and the next steps for you to achieve your next level. And if there's a fit, we can talk about how my coaching will help you. But otherwise, that is a wrap for today's episode. I truly hope that it helps you. If anything resonated with you, please make sure you DM me on Instagram. I love to hear what hit home and just to know that, you know, you are gaining a lot of value from it. And maybe there are things I can also elaborate on for future episodes. But with that said, thank you so much for tuning in and I will catch you on the next episode.